welcome back to ISP In-Depth, your SCPLS podcast. Today we're going to be interviewing Lisa Yarber, our Teen Center Librarian. You can say hi. <laughs> and we're also going to be discussing the 100th anniversary of the Newbery Award for Children's Literature and some rainbow books. All right, so to start off with our housekeeping and events, we've got registration is officially open for our summer reading program. So stop by at the reference desk here at King Family Library, or you can visit Seymour Kodak to sign up. Uh, when you register, you'll get a goodie bag, your program booklet, and your reading log. So, uh, and it's also open for kids and adults, so any age is welcome. Yep, and our official kickoff for summer reading will be Thursday, June 9th. That's going to be from 10 a.m. to noon at the King Family Library. You all can plan on lots of ocean-themed STEM and art activities, and for specific program dates for each age group, once again, just stop by for a booklet and talk to one of us. And um, I forgot to mention, so if you don't want to do a reading long, we do a thing where if you read a book and you can write it down and put it in our uh, drawing, put it in our, uh, there's one in the teen room, there's one in the children's room, and there's one at uh, circulation. So you just write down the book, the title, the author, stick it in, and we'll be put into a raffle for a prize, but you can't double dip and do the reading log and the little buckets. But it's something you want to do if you don't want to keep up with the reading log. Um, something we're super excited about, like every summer, we have so many crafts and activities, and some of them look really good. Like the adults have sea glass art, there's soap making, there is a uh, glass painting sea jar, which is different from the sea glass, and the pictures look really cool, what they're going to be. But the teens and the kids have some really cool events coming up, don't they, Lisa? Well, the biggest event, I must say, will be the initial day with the different STEAM projects. Mine specifically, I am teaching the children about how the fish don't die in the ocean because it's cold. So we'll take our hands and we'll put them into ice water until they can't stand it for one more minute. And then I'm going to give them some blubber on their hands, some whale skin, some shark skin, whatever, but it's going to be Crisco. Put their hand in that and stick it back in the water and see that their hand doesn't even get cold. So it's a really cute project and the kids are going to love it. Also the biggest, um, fun thing for the children to do is slide. So during the summer, I always break out all the stops and put every kind of slime I've ever made with the kids out with directions and let them have at it. And that by far is fun. They love it. They love to make floating slime. They love to make, uh, we're going to actually make ocean slime where it's blue and full of beads and full of beautiful colors like you would see in a coral reef. But that's exciting and the children love it and they're already writing that day down. So. That's two crafts. Each week in the children's area, we send craft kits home that, of course, are ocean-related, and they will receive one of those each week they come to a program mm -hmm. for the children. That's on Thursday mornings at 11. Can I make slime? Yes. <laughs> yes. You can. Everybody can make slime. Anybody that wants to, there'll be enough supplies for parents, adults, children. We actually prefer the uh, parents stay with the children in the teen center when we do programming because there's always something going on that we can use an extra set of hands and or with the animals just to be sure the children are always safe. So we're really looking forward to that. Awesome, thank you. Well, before we go into interview questions, we did want to highlight the Newbery Award 100th anniversary. So the Newbery Medal was named for the 18th century British bookseller, John Newbery. It is awarded annually by the American Association for Library Service to Children, which is a division of the American Library Association, to the author of the most distinguished contribution to American literature for children. 
And obviously when you hear children's literature, you'd think, why don't we have the children's librarian here with us? But actually here at KFL, a lot of our Newbery Award winners are in the teen center. So we're gonna go in to a few examples because believe it or not, you may not know any off the top of your head, but once you see them and hear them, you'll recognize the names. So the first one we have listed is The Giver by Lois Lowry. Mm -hmm. And then we have a classic, which is Holes by Lewis Sitchar, if I'm saying his last name right. Mm -hmm. And then we have Shiloh. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's Shiloh. <laughs> yeah. And then a personal favorite of mine, one that I read in school, which is Number of the Stars. I love that book. I know, it's That's awesome. one of my favorites. <laughs> if you ever want an ugly, ugly cry, there's Bridge to Terapithia. I have unfortunately not braved the book, but I've watched the movie, so I'm still traumatized. <laughs> And then one that you all should definitely know or recognize is A Wrinkle in Time. Yes. Always check out, we have several copies, so if you need to get it on reserve, all you have to do is ask me or one of the librarians, Miss Lisa, I really want that book and we'll put it in for the next time it gets checked in, it'll come out to you. So please do that if you need a book and you can't find it on our shelf. And if you think the Newberry Award books are still a thing of the past, they're not. So the first book awarded was The Story of Mankind by Henry Philip von but it has recent editions and they we look on the shelves and they're all checked out except for one of them to show you how popular they are but there's the one and only Ivan by Catherine Applegate, The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill, New Kid by Jerry Craft, and When You Trap a Tiger by Tay Keller. So you know even if they're like required reading at school they're still good for people of all ages to read. We can read them now and still get as much enjoyment out of them when we when we did read them in school. So um, definitely recommend to stop by the teen center and just refresh yourself on them. I definitely agree. And so bringing it back to our lovely interview suspect <laughs> here today. Um, so Lisa, what brought you into the library or specifically the teen center? Um, when I came to the library uh, 10 years ago, I was asked if I would be interested in working with the children. Now, I came from a background with senior citizens all my life. Since I was 16, I worked for seniors. Mm -hmm. I worked as an activity director, an administrator, a director at the Office on Aging. And I had an opportunity to change that after my father died. So I came to the library and the teen center was offered to me. and. It was like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> it just went together. Um, the kids, I absolutely, with all my heart, just love me. I don't know what I would do because sometimes when you get down and out, the kids are what bring you back up. And we do the same for the children. So if you're in the teen center and you're with the children, sometimes they need that lift. So I am always here to lift them back up, to help them find something to read, to read with them, to show them pictures, to use graphic novels, to use audiobooks, to use any resources I have, manga, new books, anything in my treasure chest of things to help them to read, we're going to do that. So, um, I, I rambled, sorry. No, no, no. you're good. You we love it. Better. But that's, that's, yeah. what, that's what brought me here. And then I, now, um, one other time, I don't know, maybe on a, after a week of kids being crazy all week, I was like, can I really do this? The next day I came back, I said, yes, I can. I'll come right back and get it again. But sometimes it does get enduring or it takes patience. It takes tremendous mm -hmm. patience to work with the children. And 
We're so blessed to have them here in the afternoon after school. From all of you, from your parents, that mm -hmm. we'll take good care of them, we'll look after them, we'll make sure they're busy and active, and anything they're interested in doing will help them pursue their interest. So I know you have so many events going on in the team room, like almost every day of the week, it seems like. Um, what are some like your usual go-to events or fun events? Like you have Chrissy who comes over, let people know about Chrissy. Chrissy is a habit dog. She's been a habit dog for about eight years, and habit is the human-animal bond in Tennessee, and you actually go to the University of Tennessee Veterinary Department to get the dog certified, and you take a class. So I went on a Saturday for eight hours and took a class, and then they took her one day, and they put her in a position to open an umbrella, or slip a cart, or start yelling right next to her, or pull her tail. Not in a bad way, just in a playful way, so that if the kids do this kind of things, how would she respond? Mm -hmm. And how she responds is like this, with her tongue hanging out of her <laughs> mouth, with a great big smile and her tail wagging. So she's always happy with the kids, no matter what they're doing to her, kissing her, loving her, reading to her, writing in front of her, multiplication tables. She sat one day, I mean, I think she sat there for 20 minutes when a kid that was doing multiplication tables, which completely overwhelmed me because I've never seen her sit that long and just listen to the kid just like that. And then we started and the tongue was hanging out and she just listened. She comes on Wednesdays and Fridays. During the summer, she'll come if the children are going to read with her. So I'll bring her if if the kids are going to actually come. If, she's, if nobody's coming to read with her, then I probably won't bring her during the summer. Um, programs, Mondays, crafts or some kind of um, opportunity to do art or crafts or painting or clay or we, I call it multiple medias because I want the children to have an opportunity to learn chalk, pastels, acrylic, watercolor, all the wonderful things we can do with clay and all the wonderful things we can do with all these medias. So Monday's a media day for me and I always make sure there's something fun for them to do. Mm -hmm. Trivia is a big activity in the teen center because they get to eat snacks, I wonder if they learn anything, but I always try to teach them to spell more words and <laughs> multiplication tables. We do a lot of trivia with the kids. They love that. Wednesday, we're always in forever doing something special. Could be, it could be the genealogists coming once a month to talk about how it was when they planted a garden versus how it is when you guys might plant a garden, how they harvested crops, how they smoked meat. She has pictures and she has diagrams and she talks to all of them in a small, smaller group setting. They love it. They love her to death. If you've ever had a chance to listen to her talk, you'd love it too. Her name is Miss Teresa. She used to be a librarian here and a, and a genealogist for way more years than I was here. So she was here more than 10 and she's amazing and we love her. Other activities, life lessons. This is something I wish that I had learned. Um, one day I brought in six sets of sheets folded. And when you fold a set of sheets, the fitted should be on the outside, the flat sheet should be on the inside, and the pillowcases should be wrapped between all three. This is the proper way to do it. Do the kids know how to do that? No, but it sure was fun having a race about it. But they've learned, they've learned to handle something. I said, do any of you guys change your pants? Have you ever changed the tire? Do you do the dishes at night? All these skills that children need to learn is something that we're constantly doing in this room. Because I expect that of them. I expect if they spill something to clean it up, if they make a mess to clean it up, if they take a book to put it back, or just give it to me so I can show it properly. Mm -hmm. If they need something, it's always here. It's just like a family friendly place. So, new activities, oh my gosh. <laughs> I really want to teach them cursive writing. 
I really want to get them to sign the signature themselves when they go to the bank and open a bank account. Um, Art with many medias. Nifty Thrifty, the Nifty Thrifty collection, which is right out here at the reference desk. The kids asked one day, Miss Lisa, Miss Lisa, can we please do something in the Nifty Thrifty? I said, absolutely. I brought the record player in here one day. We listened to old records. They were even dancing, if you could believe, to the <laughs> 70s music, which is hard to believe. The best music of all time, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, Nifty Thrifty, we brought in the cupcake maker. They made cupcakes for the whole building. We've twice since done that. We've done homemade ice cream with the children. Mm -hmm. We did a uh, copycat recipe of frost, chocolate frosting the other day. It was perfect. We can attest to it. It was amazing. <laughs> just things like that. I want them to be in the real world doing real things. You know, some of the kids that come, you know, they're great readers. Some of the kids that come are not. They're reluctant, so we're trying to help them get up to a level. Anything that they need at the time they're at is where we're trying to meet them to give them what they need. So I did actually have a question when we were trying to think of things to ask you um, last month. I was wondering, have you seen any drastic changes in reading habits among the teens and the kids? Yes, I have. I've seen um, probably in this year, we have way more girls than boys. One year we'll have, it seems like all boys, they want to play mm -hmm. computers mm -hmm. or they want to do STEM or they want to do something guy stuff. Mm -hmm. This year, girls, it's all girls. But what I'm finding is that more students are asking for graphic novels. Can we get any graphic novels in that series? Um, for example, I think Wings of Fire, we started adding graphic novels to Wings of Fire mm -hmm. because they asked for it. Um, so we're trying to, when we buy a book, maybe the third or fourth or fifth book, get a graphic novel in, at the same for the same book or same series, so that the graphic novels are integrated throughout the system. Mm -hmm. The children like it, they look for it, they go get it. Manga, 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 manga. <laughs> Probably take four or five manga requests a day. I know, I'm sending them, I'm sending them. <laughs> but, well, I've been sending them to the book list, but if you want me to send it to you, I'll send it to you. I don't ask you twice. Okay, okay. But those two changes, the other thing that we do on a really regular basis that I do um, is encourage the families to choose some books that they can listen to audio at the same time. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is clearly is so that the children is gaining a little better comprehension of the whole situation of the book. Um, also, some of them don't read well. So mm -hmm. if they listen to it, they gain a little perspective. So this is what we do here. We listen, and then I take a turn reading, we listen, and he takes a turn reading. Mm -hmm. And it really has improved his ability to speak out loud, his ability to just read it and comprehend it better. I think that's amazing. It's like a little window that opened for this child that he didn't have before. Mm -hmm. so. That's amazing. Also, if they come across his words, you don't have to let her pronounce the audio tape and tell them. Yeah, I was like 19 and I was like, you know, your labels. And they're like, what? Your labels, mom? No, your lapels, Sam. So, yeah, <laughs> there's a difference. Yeah. From reading to hearing it's pronounced. Exactly. The kids, I did a trivia with the children the other day. Mm -hmm. And it was all about their music because I uh, had to listen to mine, so I had to listen to theirs. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I was announcing, I was asking in trivia questions the name of the the rap artist and Miss Lee said, said like this, and this is how you say that. I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> but they corrected my enunciation also, which is good because we all need to be saying it correctly. Mm -hmm. um, so what are some of your just favorite book series or books or series? And doesn't have to be your very favorite one, just what comes to your head first? George and Bob, mm -hmm. the two books you just talked about by Algate. Mm -hmm. 
of all time. I, every time a child's looking for a new book to read, that's my goal. Now, you actually recommended Bob to me. It was so cute. See? It was so cute. I love it. Isn't that a fun reading it story? Really is. I mean, and the other thing is, people think that they don't. Oh, I don't want to go into children's center. I, this is not a children's center. This is an open the world center. Come and see the youth in between books. Between books read faster. I mean, obviously. Yeah. For, it's for kids five through eight. I mean, fifth grade through eighth grade. So this is that, that collection. The core of that collection is set, set aside for those kids. And in the back, it's ninth through twelfth grade. Adults read these books all the time. They need to because it's just so... It's the only books I read. Other than mm -hmm. 100 Ways to Say Thank You. You know, I yeah. just think it is just, it's an ocean. Yeah. I mean, you can pick and choose and pick and choose and never run out of things to read. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of my favorite books and series are young and old. They are. I mean, what are you so reading many? now? Oh my gosh. Well, right now I'm kind of in between books. Um, I actually wanted to start one book that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, I think it's Song of Achilles. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's one I, that is like on my to read. You have the book on in the your top. house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I don't have ours. I have Anna Porter's copy. Oh, okay. <laughs> our, song, our song of Achilles is always checked out. It's an LGBTQ, technically adult fiction book, mm -hmm. but it's always circulating. Mm -hmm. So I don't get a chance to get it, and I'm too uh, impatient to reserve it. So I went to a different place. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, one of my all-time favorite series is the Selection series, mm -hmm. which. I read reluctantly in eighth grade for a book project and my entire group that was working with me got so mad at me because they were like, stop reading ahead. And I was like, I can't stop. It's too good. <laughs> so it is just absolutely amazing. I love it. There's a, right now I'm reading Song of Achilles, but I'm also reading Gilded by Marissa Meyer. And she's a big YA uh, author. She's got, yeah. uh, let's see here, the Lunar Chronicles, Renegades, uh, Heartless, um, the Fortuna Beach. I, I think that was a series. I thought that was going to be a standalone, but she's got that one. And then Gilda's her new sequel she's got coming out. So uh, I frequently read them. I think one of our favorite series we like is uh, Chaos Walking, and that's technically. Yeah, we're oh, talk, yeah, we talk about it too yeah. much sometimes. So there, there's plenty. You can be any age and still enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I sent an older man up here the other day to check out Aragon. So yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, if there's an interest to kids, uh, the kids asked me to read All Fair in Middle School. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to read it. I'm going to tell you. Then you guys can tell me. So <laughs> I, I just got that book that, at recommendation of the children. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we got Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys, all the classics are mm -hmm. here, the Grimm Sisters. So all those classics are kind of blended in. Um, Aaron Hunter, of course, with the Warriors and the Hunters. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Tons. there's only 659 in the series, <laughs> but I mean, there are so many books in that collection. Mm -hmm. some, one thing else I want to say about books, we have such an influx of new books every single month, mm -hmm. and quarterly, even in more than that. We are so extremely fortunate to have the opportunity to give you all the newest bestsellers on every YA list, on every tween, teen, every kind of list that there is out there to bring you all the newest and best books that people are asking for. So if you can't find it, let if you can't find it, let us know and we'll help you find it. Absolutely. Is there anything you'd like to say to people who think they may be too old to read YA or tween? I know we've touched on it a little. Nonsense. That's what I say, nonsense. Because there's a little lady that comes in here, she's in her 70s. And she, the very first time I met her, she walked in the door and she said, is it okay for me to be in here? And I said, come on in. I said, the water's just fine. Come on in. 
But anyway, I helped her find books. And from that time, she's continued to get her books. She loves short adventure books. Mm -hmm. So she, she's finding them in the tween section. And she just loves it. So okay. you're never too old. Never, never. She's in her 70s. And I know how much she enjoys those books. And you would do if you took the time to look at them. Alright, so our last section for the June podcast. So June is what the library calls a Rainbow Book Month, so it's also Pride Month. So here are some books in our collection that star either queer characters or queer authors. So um, first off is yeah, we're that. gonna first we're gonna show you guys the House and the Cerulean Sea, and that's gonna be by T.J. Klune. And then um, we have Aristotle and Dante. Pretend I'm holding it if you're watching the video. It's uh, It's been checked out. We do have the sequel. But um, yeah, Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe by Benjamin Allaire uh, Sines. Um, they're super good books. I've read that one. It's one of my favorites. I cried. <laughs> yeah, that one's also on my to read list. <laughs> is it on your to read list? Uh -huh, yeah. yeah. Um, another book we have is Priory of the Orange Tree, and that's going to be by Samantha Shannon. It's a big book. Um, we've got Last Night at the Telegraph Club by Melinda Lowe. This one's in the teen section. So, And we have Timekeeper by Tara or Tara? Uh, I think it's Tara Sim. We don't have that one. I need to Tara, Tara Sim. Yeah. Oh, please do. Yeah. Um, uh, the Song of Achilles, which is currently checked out, <laughs> but that's by Madeline Miller. Um, that one's about uh, Achilles and Patroclus and <coughs> Iliad. Mm -hmm. And then we were going to mention The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, but it is checked out. But we did want to show you guys another book called The Near Witch, which is by the same author, D.E. Schwab. Also, if you're interested in keeping tabs on Kodak, they're going to be getting a new library and they have got this uh, book fundraising event. And I believe The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue is on their uh, fundraising books. So what you do is you pay money uh, for the book and then once it's all over with, they'll add it to the collection. So it's just kind of a way to get fundraising. Um, and to get the book you asked for. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be, I guess, the unofficial manga librarian if I didn't recommend a, a manga recommendation. So we have Blue Flag by Kato. It's a completed series of eight volumes. We only have the first one, but we'll definitely try to get in the other ones. It's a really big one, too. So um, I think that left just about wraps it up. Um, yeah. Oh, we're going to have a. Uh, team display for uh, Pride Month, aren't we? Absolutely. Um, on the front table as you walk in the door, I'll pull all the books that I have. I have multiple patrons um, that enjoy those books, ask, ask for those books, request them. And as a library, we want to provide you with any of that information you're looking for. Mm -hmm. If you have a question about any of these books, all you have to do is ask me. I'll have them on the white table with the Pride flag and You'll be welcome to come and take anything you like off the table. Absolutely. Everybody, anybody. And I'm sure you can ask me or Lana. We can give you recommendations that mm -hmm. we've read or know of. I think most of the books we just talked about were ones I've either read or about to read. So they uh, will come highly recommended. Absolutely. All right, so that about wraps it up for our June episode. Thank you so yes, much, Miss Thank you. We always love talking to you. <laughs> and then um, if you're on the video, you can see part of the teen center, but it's, it's quite large. There's a couple of couches. There's two rooms <laughs> to it. So uh, Front twin, back team. So yeah, just please come and visit whenever you can. Don't feel intimidated, especially when Chrissy's around. Just come and just love that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So yeah, feel free to stop by. Um, if you guys have any questions about anything that we talked about today, call us, let us know, or come in and see us. We always love to see faces. And as always, we want to thank Ben for helping us with the tech and audio.
Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>